This episode may contain strong language, nudity, and dated pop culture references. Parental discretion is advised. From a dark closet in Meltdown Comics, it's two packs a week with me, Jeffrey Golden! Hello and welcome to Two Packs a Week, the trading card comedy show. Each week, I open up a pack of crazy, weird, retro, totally random trading <laughs> cards with uh, one of my funny friends. And one of my funny friends is here in the studio with me. You know him as the writer, co-creator of Capture Creatures, Tiny Kitten Teeth. These are great indie comics. You got to check them out. And he's one of the writers for Bee and Puppy Cat on the YouTube yeah, like, on the cyberspace, man. Uh, into Right into cyberspace, like Freakazoid. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Mr. Frank Gibson. Hello. Hi, Frank. Jeffrey. How's it going? I'm so well. You seem well. Yeah. You I'm, seem relaxed. Yeah, I'm rested today. That's great. I didn't do anything. It's awesome. Aren't those days great when you just, you wake up, maybe at, at around noon or one o'clock, <laughs> you pour yourself a bowl of pumpkinos, <laughs> Peter Joe's pumpkinos. A few months late. A few months late, but still good. Yeah, yeah. They're still in there. They're still in that cupboard. I mean, they're not crunchy, but they're definitely hard. Rock hard. <laughs> they're ready to rip your teeth right out. And you sit down, you pour some almond milk on them. Yeah, the other milk's not good anymore. All so you got to put, put the almond milk on. Even the almond milk is pushing it. You sit down and veg out all day watching uh, YouTube on the TV. Oh, and I certainly did. Found a great trailer for a new film. What's that new film? Pop Star Puppy. What is Pop Star Puppy? It is a film with a dog where it is a dog that can communicate through the language that all people speak. Music. What? So yeah. he's the air bud of pop music. He is indeed. <laughs> As said an executive somewhere, and then shortly after receiving a small check from an indie film studio. Yeah, the, the, the producer of it is just like, who can we get to be the magical man? I know, Louis Anderson is the magical man who has the dog. And was he in fact the magical man with he the dog? He was indeed. Oh, Louis Anderson that's is right. Yeah. Boy. Uh, I'd like to know what life with Louis is like. When he was a kid, for example. (laughs) If only we could find out. I know. Perhaps through the miracles of uh, (laughs) RetroJunk.com. Tonight we have, uh, let's see, we have Topps WWF Wrestling Trading Cards featuring WrestleMania 3, which includes nine picture cards, one sticker, and one stick of bubblegum. Frank, you can either open this or you can open Premium Collection Cards Presents... Great Guns, <laughs> Series 1, which includes 10 cards. And yes, they're gun trading cards. Wrestling and guns. Like, half of America is like, you will take our wrestling and our guns away from us with <laughs> our cold, dead hands. And the other half is like, we don't even want to touch your hands. <laughs> leave us alone. Uh, poor, poor wrestling. Poor, poor guns. wrestling. Poor guns. Right? Which pack do you want here? I'm pulling for the underdog, uh, Guns. Whoa. But I got got to go with my heart, which is professional wrestling. Yeah, of course. You got to go with your heart for professional wrestling. 
I know that pose on the pack is of Hulk Hogan doing his thing where he, he cups his ear to like listen to the He's listening roar to the, the millions. Crowd. He's listening to the Hulkamaniacs. But it kind of looks to me he looks like he's surfing. Yeah, he is surfing. <laughs> he's also surfing. You'll see in the full card. So I'm going to open okay. this one first. I'm, I'm excited. I, I haven't opened. Do we have to have the gum? Oh, if you want to. No guest yet has dared to chew the gum. So if you want to get in there, put your body to the test and chew 30-year-old, 40-year-old bubble gum. This is this is could be your 20, destiny. 28-year-old bubble gum. 28-year-old bubble gum. I'm going to give you some of these to open. But just to let you know, the Great Guns Series 1 cards have a free hologram offer. To receive your free hologram card... Just send 36 empty foil wrappers and $2. <laughs> it's not enough that you bought 36 packages of great guns trading cards. You also have to send them $2 shipping and handling. All right, let me get this crinkle sound here because this is the soft core sound effects porn for people who enjoy trading cards. I believe it's called ASMR. <laughs> Second time somebody has referenced ASMR on this podcast. I mean, Even, I love listening to coins. <laughs> coins are good. How about people pretending to be an alien? Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like it. All right, let's see what we got here. As the packaging suggests, these are... Some great guns. Pictures of gr- not just good guns. I want to be very upfront with this. These are good guns. These are great guns. Maybe some of these are even the best guns. What do you have for us there? Oh, man. You know what? These guns are pretty. Yeah, they they photograph them very eloquently, lovingly lit photos of your favorite guns, (laughs) such as Military P-36 and the Walther PPK. So this looks like uh, this could be maybe used in a 70s cop show perhaps uh, let's, here. Uh, let's let's see this like pistols these are pistols oh, i've got some uh, nice walthers over here as well actually oh i was completely wrong about these um okay so the the top this p36 walther pistol was used by the german army during world war ii <laughs> these are the pistols that uh, that rounded my people up <laughs> how horrifying that this is being celebrated here. Yeah, and here's the Walther PPK Nazi Police 32 caliber automatic pistol. Oh my god, still carries the name of its original owner under the flap of the holster. Does it say, oh yeah, it says Monster. <laughs> it reads Monster. <laughs> Roger P. Nazi. <laughs> oh man. You had the P36. I got a P38 over here. Look how beautiful they oh, are. Oh, this one has a foil stamp on yeah, it. Yeah, got, we got some foil. Was that one also used by the Nazis primarily? Oh, no, no, no. Here's the thing. Okay. Uh, these are high grade, factory engraved, commercially sold pistols. They're uh, variants on the uh, famous Walther design. I assume the P36. <laughs> yes. Uh, so these are like the Volkswagen Beetle was designed for yeah. Hitler. These are the new Volkswagen Beetles that weren't yeah. specifically designed for Hitler. Yeah, yeah. No, these ones were designed to commemorate Hitler. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, this, these are the 1970 ornamental models. Ooh. So it's not bad enough that they're just like, oh, wow, these are some World War II guns. I'm very fascinated by these. It's like, I love that World War II gun. I gotta make a fancier one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. It's Heckler and Koch HK93. 
This is the gun oh. that you use at a comedy show if you don't like what's happening. Your heckler, <laughs> heckler gun. It's 223 calibers. 5 to 20 is the number of shots. This weapon is now banned from commercial sale in many states. <laughs> but not all states. USA. Every, USA. USA. <laughs> oh, my God. What do you got over there? This one doesn't have a foil stamp. I was like, maybe I should save this one for last because it's, like, so cool looking. How do you describe that gun? Uh, the Chicago Palm Pistol, a.k.a. A gun that looks like it can play a seven-inch record. Yeah, it does look like it has a record player on it. That's weird. Where do you keep this? I think they keep them in the hard cases that you used to take them to, like, a show if you're going to go DJ somewhere. Right. Yeah, That's your cool. Road I cases. like that. Your, your EDM gun. <laughs> this is your DJ gun. DJ killer in the mix. It says it was the popularity of this pistol was matched only by its unreliability. I like that people in the 1890s, they didn't want an accurate gun. They wanted a gun that was all loosey-goosey. They wanted a gun they don't know what's going to happen when you fire it, when you pull that trigger. Now we're opening up WWF. WWF Wrestling. (laughs) This is WrestleMania 3. Yep. Traded cards. It features WrestleMania 3. Right. It's not we have, fully WrestleMania 3. We have nine picture cards, one sticker, and one stick of bubblegum. All right. Let's Pretty dive right excited. in. I'm excited, too. Okay. This is the main event, folks. This is at the top of the cards. We got our 28-year-old gum. 28-year-old pinkish-brown bubblegum okay. here. And feel free to oh. pass me a couple. Oh. Oh, you got some oh. good ones. Oh. Looks like you got I, some. I, I'm going to decide which ones you get, too. Okay, great. Right. <laughs> Giving you the racist one, too. Ooh, I love the racist one. <laughs> All right, you start. Okay, so we have a classic here, which is Hooking the Leg. And what is happening on the front of that card here? There is Hulk Hogan Great. pinning. Some guy. No, it isn't. That's a not jabroni. Hulk Hogan at all. I thought it was Hulk Hogan, but no, it is the natural Butch Reed, everyone's favorite 90s. So this is going to be like trying for both of us because yes. my wrestling knowledge started right at Attitude Era. My I, knowledge started Santino Morella era of wrestling. Woof. <laughs> I don't know which of us actually came out. Where, well, like at least the stuff that you watched wasn't as actually offensive. Like creatively it was, but like I yeah. love Santino. So uh, the natural Butch Reed, who I thought was Hulk Hogan for a second hooks an opponent's leg and goes for the pin. Experienced wrestlers know that hooking an adversary's leg stops him from kicking out of a pin attempt. So that's not actually true. No, no, it happened. They kick out of that, the hooking the leg all the time. Yeah. So sometimes you'll get the occasional announcer. He's like, ah, why didn't he hook the leg? Because, I don't know, he was going for a lateral press, which is he's just going for the shoulders. Maybe he's been working over the neck area or the, <laughs> the, the arms. Like, he's just going to push down that aspect of his body. So even if he kicks, he can't get out. You don't need to hook the leg on everything. It's bad psychology. Some people are like, oh, he's so tired he didn't hook the leg. Because you get, like, a little bit of leverage and get him. No. No. Don't play it like hooking the leg makes it better. Roman Reigns hooks the leg all the time. He doesn't even have his chest on his opponent's chest. He's not holding that guy down at all. It's like Goldberg when he kind of casually just, like, after jackhammering someone, like, pulls up the single. I feel like in some respects wrestling, there's, like, a video game logic to it. Punch face. Punch face. Punch face. Opponent down. <laughs> hook leg. What else have you got We here? got the natural Butch Reed again. Right, again, no, more Butch looking Reed. like Hulk Hogan. Well, that's that was how... Oh, yeah, he looks just like Hulk Hogan. This is the belly buster. Great. The natural Butch Reed Great. drives a knee to his adversary's belly, 
Reed loves to humble opponents by brawling. Yes. So this, it comes to him naturally. Yes. You might because say. yeah, because he's the natural. Is the movie the <laughs> natural about him? I don't think so. <laughs> this is not a belly buster. This is a kitchen sink, otherwise known as a knee to the gut. It's like Michael Cole's calling this match. (laughs) Eh, wrestling joke. Wrestling jokes. I like this card a lot. This card is called Showing Off, and it features uh, the Heart Foundation, center stage, being surrounded by a bunch of other folks in colorful costumes. Bret Hart is looking at the crowd with his hands outstretched as if to say, What's your problem? <laughs> We're showing off over here. <laughs> We're the Heart Foundation. Come on over here. He's not a heel at this point either. I think he's a face, too. Yeah. Oh, here's the racist one you were talking about. The card is called In the Outback, and it features Outback Jack, who is a, a presumably an Australian-themed wrestler. He's I'm Crocodile the, uh, Dundee, the I'm wrestler. checking the wrestling encyclopedia just right. to see if he's, like, well while, well, while you do that, it looks like a bunch of native peoples are surrounding him. One of them is giving him the thumbs up. I guess these are aboriginal folks. Let's see. Outback Jack visits the tribe of Australian aborigines with whom he lived in the wilderness for years. Outback Jack was actually Australian. Which is insane. That is unusual for wrestling. Yeah. Usually it's just, can you do this accent? Also, he's built at 300 pounds. I don't know. He looks like maybe a slightly more muscular Jim Belushi. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another cool move. It's called the bear hug. <laughs> the bear hug is the best wrestling move. Jim the Anvil Neatheart squeezes Billy Jack Haynes in a... Bear hug. I like it because it supposes that you could hug someone so hard you could cause damage in a professional fighting situation. <laughs> like you can get hugged hard. Like we've all been hugged a little too hard. Oh yeah. Often. But you can but you can also hug someone so hard they might pass out or die yeah. <laughs> in the ring. Dangerous. So I got this beautiful card which is uh, Dino Bravo, Johnny V who I have no idea. I I know Dino Bravo. I don't I don't know Johnny V and Greg the Hammer Valentine, who I'm very aware of because Greg the Hammer Valentine has a small poster by the cooler at Jenny's Ice Cream in Los Feliz. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Wrestling ice cream fan. Yeah. So Dino Bravo and Greg the Hammer Valentine are the new dream team, one of the top tag teams in the WWF. Johnny V is their crafty manager. Ooh. He kind of just looks like a wrestler. Let me see. Whichever one of them is Johnny V. All three of them are Johnny V. <laughs> they all look like Johnny V's. I like the one in the middle, though, who is probably the actual Johnny V, who is making an expression. It looks like he has diarrhea of the face. <laughs> Does that make sense? Have you looked carefully at the tiny man? No, let me see. The, like the so, tiny, the so tiny on man the, on the back of the card. So on the back of some of these cards... There's a, a tiny t- man. There's a tiny wrestling man, puffy black hair. He's making the face that a photographer would make in a model if they were telling them to, you're a tiger. You're a tiger. <laughs> rawr, rawr. That's this guy, but in a brief. Yeah, and I don't think he's an actual wrestler. I think they didn't want to have to license another likeness for it. So. That makes sense. <laughs> so I've got Magnificent Morocco. Oh, and this is a sticker. 
that you can put on uh, anything. Nice. He's he's pretty magnificent. And there's a bit of stuff going on in the back there, too. Well, okay, so this is one of these classic, it's part of a larger puzzle piece cards. So you use your sticker, but the back, and I I believe this is a Hulk Hogan. I'm, I'm... 90% 90% certain. I see a, that a I'm, smattering of blonde hair with an American flag. Shoulder of a bright yellow uh, shirt here. Otherwise known as the natural Butch Reed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Why don't they just call these Butch Reed and Friends wrestling cards? <laughs> WrestleMania 3. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got one more here. I love this one. Ref Turned Wrestler. The bottom half are striped black and white pants reminiscent of a referee, but the top half is just plain white muscle shirt. He's got his arms outstretched as if to say to the audience, I'm doing that thing Bret Hart does. (laughs) Hey! What is his name, ref turned wrestler? He is smirking Danny Davis. Uh, Smirking Danny? (laughs) No, it's smirking, comma, Danny Davis, but it should be smirking Danny Davis. I actually know who this wrestler is. Ooh, who is I'm, this wrestler? He uh, used to be a trainer at Ohio Valley Wrestling, I believe. He was training the up-and-coming generation of wrestlers such as Batista. Oh, did yeah. he teach Batista his famous bomb, perhaps? Yeah, the Batista bomb. <laughs> as they say. <laughs> Ref-turned-wrestler is banned for life as a referee by the WWF president. Jack uh, Tunney. Yeah, he was like an on-screen figurehead who they pretended was the real president of WWF uh, while Vince was a commentator. Oh, son of a bitch. Vince unmasks. It was me the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I've been pulling the goddamn strings. <laughs> you people are puppets. Yeah. <laughs> he was a bad ref, but he taught Batista everything he knows. So there let's, you go. Let's say he did. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why so, not? I have another card that's wrong. Good. <laughs> which is the two-man clothesline. That's not a two-man clothesline. That is the heart attack, the finisher of the Heart Foundation. Yeah, yeah it think. doesn't even look anything like a clothesline. That's because it's not. That is the heart attack. My final card, though, is Coco Beware. Coco Beware, the parrot wrestler. Yeah. Known as the Birdman. The Birdman. The Birdman. Birdman. <laughs> the wrestler. He is a dynamic wrestler who is as jolly outside the ring as he is tough inside. He is a whirl of energy attacking opponents from every direction. Coco loves music and dancing. And the fans love him. And the fans love him. Setting up multiple generations of African-American wrestlers who love music and dancing. <laughs> yeah. Remember when they tried and to do that again love... a year ago? They Wait, who, which wrestler are we talking about? It was the New Day. Their whole thing was them dancing oh, and singing when yeah. they first came out. Yeah, it was. Like they like, gave like a gospel gimmick and it's just the, like... The audience was having none of it. And neither were the guys involved in the gimmick. <laughs> And now they're fantastic. Now they're the best because they don't do any of that. Yeah, they're great. Oh, the New Day are great. Time to trade. Let's trade some cards here. We've got to mix our guns and wrestling together. Yeah, that's right. So I'm thinking you're going to want part of the face of Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, the greatest living legend. And this is part of his face. This is a small part part of his his racist face. A small part of his racist face. And speaking of racist. (laughs) Oh, you're going to prey on my New Zealand heritage and give me Outback Jack. I was thinking racist, 
Why not throw in a Nazi gun here? <laughs> so let's get one of our Nazi guns, the the Walther PPK, and a very small part of Hulk Hogan for Coco Beware. What do you say? I say no. I'm keeping Coco. Whoa. Yeah, all that's, right. That's no way, sir. All right. What do you want from me? I have your Outback, man. I got okay. your Outback, man. Ah, is it possible to get all the racist cards to you? <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Do you have any of the foil ones? I, I, yeah, I got I got a foil Walther. I I've got a Coco over there. Look at the sweet deal that could go down right now. Whoa! All right, so we're putting Cocos back on the table here, and the foil Walther. All right, so what do you want here? I've got Outback. You you got to keep Outback. Oh, uh, that's, that's right. Part I got of your it. set right that's now. That's right. All right. Yeah. We, well, I've got a small part of Hulk Hogan's face. Nope. You, you, I, I don't <laughs> I want to keep that. All yeah. Right. Give me a, how give about me a good the deal. best there was and the best there ever will be? The Hart Foundation are all here. Yeah. Ready for you. They do love to show off. They love to show off. And a small part of Hulk Hogan's face. <laughs> no, no, you're, Hulk Hogan's <laughs> off the table. You got, you got on the present- other, But remember, on the other side is a sticker. It's Magnificent Morocco. Morocco? Magnificent Morocco here. I'd say that's a racist card, too. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> I think he's just Italian. <laughs> and I'll throw in the bear hug. You got yourself a great deal. There. All right, all right. Well, I did want Coco here. <laughs> You're a big wrestling fan, obviously. Yeah, a little pretty bit. Pretty apparent. Yeah. So much so, you put together a wrestling comics anthology. Yeah, it started in my home. Muscle Temple was the name of my house. And then it <laughs> became a art tumbler full of animated GIFs and, or GIFs or GIFs. Whatever we uh, want to call wrestling. it. Although yeah. the correct term is GIF. It's the yeah. hard G. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, Thank you. But, yeah, we, we started a little art blog and people dug it and we're going to put together a zine and that zine became a little bigger, became a comics anthology, became a nice book. We did this Kickstarter thing. We got over 20 grand to make it. It was huge. Yeah, it was insane. Huge Kickstarter. Yeah. It got retweeted by all the wrestlers. Yeah, all the wrestlers liked it. Oh. Seamus liked it. Rusev liked mm-hmm. it. Uh, Xavier Woods liked it. Our favorite indie wrestler, Jervis Cottonbelly, the most gentlemanly man in wrestling. Even Matthew, a hit internet, not really TV show. No, the uh, web, series. Web, web series. Let's call it a web series. Illegal web series, Botchamania. <laughs> Even he loves it. So, yeah, we did that. We've been putting that together. We got, it should be coming out pretty soon. Yeah, that's awesome. So, the Muscle Temple is the book. Can I get that anywhere? Yeah, I... it's not going to be in every comic book store. Probably only really great ones. The, the best of the best. Maybe Meltdown Comics. I, who, who knows? I hope. I hope Gaston takes pity on me once more and buys my books. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Uh, I'll lean on him. <laughs> Gaston's a pushover. Saying <laughs> Gaston's a pushover can't have any consequence on a Melka <laughs> podcast, right? Yeah, it'll be fine. Everything's going to work out great for us. If you can't find it there, muscletemple.lol, best $4 I ever spent on an internet domain. <laughs> You're right here for the Bee and Puppy Cat show. Yeah, new episode's right around now. This is a big animated show. Everybody's been talking about it. I go to a lot of the comic book conventions. People yeah. are wearing Bee and Puppy Cat. They are Bee and Puppy Cat. They, they are. They support the Bee and Puppy Cat. They have a talking toy sometimes as an aspect of their costume, which has my voice, which is a little weird. It's, it's a little weird, but also <laughs> a little cool. And your voice is also in the... Sign on Happiness. Sign yeah. on Happiness cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Like You're well, everywhere. It's it's really weird. Occasionally someone's like, hey, man, your voice is real weird. <laughs> and then out I go. <laughs> <laughs> Into the recording booth. Yep, shove me in and then say I some, lock the door. Say some weird shit. Say <laughs> something funny, foreign boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Frank, such a pleasure having you here. Anytime. I'll open cards till the day I die. And you know what? He's, oh my God. You're the first one to try to eat the gum. I did Could you hear that, folks? Could you hear that horrible sound? That's the sound of inedible gum. We have now learned that the gum is no longer chewy. Oh, the gum. He is spitting out the gum, and rightfully so. How does that taste? It tastes awful. Oh, God. Is it like chalk, or is it like so I left toxic the... has like chemicals? Or... Tastes like dust. Tastes but, like dust. But Gold dust, if you will. I, or stardust. I left a little bit in my mouth to try and like get moving. It doesn't turn into gum. Nope. <laughs> it does no. not. It no, can't, sir. and it won't. We are uh-uh. far beyond that. Nope. Oh, well, thank you for being the first guest brave oh, enough to attempt that. Two Packs a Week was produced and engineered by Mason Booker. Opening theme by Matt Myers. Break music by Lee Rosevere. Logo by Kenny Kyle. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners. Follow us on Twitter at Two Packs a Week. That's T-W-O. And me at Jeffrey Golden. That's Jeffrey with the G. Special thanks to Meltdown Comics at 7522 Sunset. I left a bunch of these cards at the store for y'all to take. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Hey, be good to each other.